I value kink shaming. I, I love kink shaming. We need to do more of that. The other ones, I don't understand. You're a mental health professional. How can you say you value kink shaming? <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. And welcome to this surprisingly very sunny London. I'm Bankoli Mokwede and today we're going to be talking about the return of Netflix's hit TV show You, specifically episodes 1 and 2. And joining me today, full of absinthe and talking through the wallpaper, it's Priscilla! Priscilla, how are you doing? How's your multicolored coat? Um, you know, my brown colored coat, my absinthe. Can't believe you drank that. Um, you know, I'm good. Have you done absinthe? Have you done absinthe? Like it, like it's a drink. I drank, oh, it's rancid. I don't think I've drunk absinthe, you know. It's actually rancid. No, guys, don't drink yeah, it. I don't think I've ever drunk absinthe. It's, it's something you only do a shot of once and uh, that's it. You don't ever do it again. Yeah, and he did, he did multiple. Okay, well, Priscilla, how are you? Uh, oh, see, and now I'm thinking of Joe. <laughs> oh, good. So you. Okay, let's just get straight to it. Um, okay. Over the next few days, we're going to be covering part one of You Season 4. Part two comes out March 9th. Our oh, my birthday. Oh, are you a March? Are you a March person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm March. No way. See, we're learning new things. Wow. Okay. That's good to know going forward. <laughs> I knew I knew we vibed. I, knew, I always vibe with March people. I knew I knew there was something there. I knew there was something there. Um over the next week, like over the next week, we're gonna be covering episodes. Um our episode on episode three and four comes out on Saturday, and episode on episode five comes out on Monday. So please come back to listen to those. Please rate and review us whatever you listen to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um that really, really helps us more than you know. Um if you're new to the podcast, please, please feel free to check out our previous work. We've covered, last year we covered Rings of Power, Priscilla and Chizzy did that. Uh, we covered House of the Dragon, Industry, Season 2, The White Lotus, Season 2. Uh, so yeah, please ch- check out all of those. We covered lots of the Marvel movies, some of the Marvel TV shows, if you're interested in those things. So please, if you're looking for something to binge, listen to while going while on your commute, just listen to us talk about TV shows. Who doesn't like that? Um, okay, let's talk about you. So episode one is titled Jill Takes a Holiday, written by Sarah Gamble and Leah Richardson and directed by John Scott. And episode two is titled Portrait of the Artist, written by Carolee Cothran and Neil Reynolds and directed by John Scott. Yeah, so we find Joe in London and we find out that he's done that because he followed Marianne here and then now he decided to stay. Well, the chest was taken out of his hands, but he's staying. And he's teaching at a university. He's a lecturer on god i should have written it down but something about american literature or something anyways and one of his colleagues is also a fellow lecturer who is a drunk maybe i can't call him a drunk because he's british so no he's not he's british someone that drinks (laughs) yeah anyway joe say um rescues his the the fellow lecturer's partner from a mugging and then that unwittingly ingratiates him to their friendship group and then they're taken to like a very select rich people Soho nightclub in which we get to see the rest of the cast of this show. I'm not going to remember their names. I'm not going to recite it now. 
but one of them is a lady, I think. Or she, she's yeah, a lady. lady Phoebe. Lady Phoebe. Lady Phoebe, who is um, Kate. This is the lecturer's partner's. Lecturer's name is Malcolm. His partner's name is Kate. And Kate and Phoebe are best friends. And Phoebe introduces him to a bunch of... Phoebe and Malcolm introduce Joe to a bunch of their friends. And Phoebe introduces him to Blessing Busede. So let's take a pause here. <laughs> Priscilla has already died. Um, Nigerian princess, Priscilla. What, what are we doing about this? Are we just going to close our eyes and run through it? Do we want to address it? Do we have thoughts? What are we, what are we doing here? You know what? what? We doing here? I had it last, yeah. And I heard the name. And I burst out laughing. And then I thought, okay, let's see where they take this. <laughs> and they said Nigerian prince. I mean, should we say at least it's not a Nigerian print? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what. You know Dr. Phil? And he says, oh, I've been chatting to a Nigerian prince mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, three months. Mm-hmm. That's what that was giving me. I don't know if they, I guess we're going to talk, I guess we have thoughts. So I don't know if they thought they were, on one hand, it could just be. I think they were poking fun at it. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. So yeah, but at the same time, it's just like. Did we need to use that? Let's use a different. Tea. Exactly. Do, did we why, why, to... why not a Kenyan princess? <laughs> why not? I mean, um, like why? So why? So, why not? Why that? Why did you go with that verse? This is gonna. Somebody's gonna listen to them. Like, what? What are you talking about? Are you even Nigerian? What do you know? You're talking about? But like, what's a Nigerian princess? Yeah, this is just is what I don't like, understand. I mean, could, could it be like the Oba's daughter or? The Emmers, it's just like they wouldn't call themselves a prince. It's just like I, I don't know. It's just I don't know. I'm sorry. It's just, I'm just like, no, it didn't make any sense to me either. Because when she said Nigerian, yeah. I thought, oh, maybe like a tech person, like we're going there, and they said princess. Yeah, I thought, oh, she, did she need to be a princess? Like, why can't she, she be authentic? Say this is a Nigerian corrupt politician's daughter. Let's let's go in. Let's, let's do it properly. I can write that for you. Let's do it properly. Don't say pre. I'll, I'll tell you what to write. Sure, you could pick this, any country in the continent and that would be an accurate. This girl's father owns... Yes, this girl's father owns the Lagos target. Anyways. Okay, should we talk about <laughs> Joe's absinthe episode? Because he goes into... He takes absinthe. He, he's mourning Marianne and he gets quite drunk. How similar was this whole absinthe episode to your New Year's Eve experience, Priscilla? Oh, wow. Okay, I knew you were going to get it. <laughs> I was watching it, yeah, and I thought, I know he's going to have my head on a like a chocolate block for this. But on a scale of 1 to 10, you know what? I was watching myself. You were watching yourself in this I was actually experience. watching myself. <laughs> oh my I was God. watching, and I was like, oh. And I kept thinking, was this what I was like on the Jubilee line? Like, was this actually what I was doing? It actually reminded me of that. It more reminded me of my undergraduate graduation night. Which oh, is a folk, oh. it's a folk, it's a folk little tale you that... Do you remember it? No. That's why Ooh, I let other enough. people tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I did that. But I was watching Joe, yeah. Is this what I'm like? Because I've only gotten blackout like that four times in my life. Four? Never. Yeah, four. four. That's it. And I've lived yeah, 24 it's... years. So it's yeah, not that much. Four is not, yeah, four is not, four is not bad if, because I don't know how to put it, four is bad if you're someone that never blacks out. But four is not bad for most people, because most people black out like once a month. Some of my so friends like, do it for the two times a week. Yeah, so like four is actually not that bad. 
okay. No, I, 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 was, I was watching myself. I was watching myself. You, you got me there. Tough. You got me there. <laughs> Uh, I mean, this is a podcast. I can tell. Okay, you've t- let, let me tell my own story. I've, I'm going to redact some of this story because I can't put it in this podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, we, I, I can tell you the full story of if you want, mm-hmm. but I've I don't, I've only got blackout once, and it wasn't even. Yeah, I guess it was blackout because I started remembering some other parts of the the next morning, but it wasn't uni. We had called taxis. It was like a big pre drinks thing. We had called taxis. And then taxis left, and then it was me and my friend left. But the taxi had left us, so we had to call a new taxi for just two of us. So we obviously go into the house quite angry. And I don't know why I did this. I don't know what you know when you just you drink and you think you're good, you you drink you're in uni you think you're gonna live forever. And I just started taking like all the bottles that were not empty and just started drinking them, which in hindsight makes zero logical sense. Like I literally just went back from the door and I just like I, I just took my hand like a like a mop, like a broom. I just took every bottle that was empty, just started drinking. I was like, what am I? Do? I don't remember. <laughs> the last thing I remember is being on the queue. And then in my defense, okay, people as people saw me next to they were like, oh, we're talking. I was like, sure, if you say so. But they didn't they didn't think I was that, that drunk. Um I ended up somewhere that I can't see on this podcast, but people that are listening, somewhere that I listen that went to uni will know, will know where. But yeah, it was, that was the one time that I was like, oh, okay. And because in uni, I was using my passport as my ID. Still had my passport on me. You know what? Thank you. I know. But then I went to, we went to the club the next next week and then someone scanned my passport and she's like, oh, you're back. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why Why do you? She was like, she was like oh, you're back. And I was like, what What do you mean? Oh, you're back. And she was like, oh, yeah, we, we had to put you in the cloakroom. I was like, what? Uh, anyways, yes. That's so so one, one for one, you shared your story. I shared my story. And mine is redacted. Things I cannot say on air. I've worked as a bartender. And I've said that so many times to different people. Like, oh, oh, oh it's, it's, <laughs> you're here again. Oh, you're back. Yeah. You made it. You made it one week. You're alive. Um, okay, so Joe wakes up from his own experience to find out Malcolm is dead on his table with a stab wound. There's no wound. A stab. What, what do you call something that's no wound? But I don't know how to put it. A stab. A death by stabbing on his on his table, uh, obviously Joe assumes immediately that he did it. I, I never thought he did. I was like, this is obviously not Joe. Um, and then Joe does what Joe does. He disposes of the body because he's, obviously his ID is strong, but not that strong. So he's with the body, doesn't want the police to know anything about it. And later in the episode, it's revealed that Joe didn't kill Malcolm. Someone else did. Someone else took Joe's phone while Joe was drunk and installed an app in which the messages delete every time you send a message. So in that five, six minutes period, the show pivots to a murder mystery. What do you think of that show's, of the show's pivot, that pivot to a murder mystery? This is a very niche comparison. I'm going to make the comparison. You know, in Knives Out Glass Onion, mm-hmm. when it, I'm not spoiling it. In the middle of the film, it pivots completely. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. you thought was what you thought, and it's not what you thought. I ain't mm-hmm. spoiling it because it's January, and some some of y'all may still be watching it. <laughs> That's what that felt like. Because mm-hmm. I was like, wait, 
because I thought, oh, I know what's going on. It's going to be the typical thing. I didn't yeah, yeah, think yeah. Joe. I didn't think Joe healed the guy, mm-hmm. but I thought it was going to do the normal trend it's been doing for the last three seasons. When it pivoted to a murder mystery, who done it, Agatha Christie, Agatha Christie sort of vibe. What this is interesting, mm-hmm. and I like the fact that they use the student. He obviously plays off the idea that he's writing a book and he tells one of the students about yeah, Nadia, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I've Mugalafu was genius because I've always thought, as much as I love the show, it's you could do the same formula three times. The fourth time, it's going to be a bit stale. So you've mm-hmm. got to have to do something to make this like him being the one captured. Yeah, that's fun in games. It's always been funny, like oh hey you to Joe, but to tie it in with the idea of a murder mystery that we now don't know mm-hmm. who killed the people. I was actually more invested in it as the same yeah. way I was in the first season because I'm like who, who the hell are killing who's killing because who doesn't like a murder mystery like even if exactly I don't and if I'm not trying to figure out who did it my brain is still like oh who, who, could, who could it be who did That's it interesting I, I think it's, it gives it a new energy to the show and like like I said I think we talk about it when we talk about the uh, the preview episode you're right. You, you could do the same thing over and over again. We don't care if it's good or bad as long as it's fun, because that's that's how we judge this show. But then this is a this is a new, this is a jolt of energy, something different. Like okay, he like I said, I, I love when Joe is like, oh yeah, I have strengths, and then you see him stalk. He's like, I'm observant. I'm like, okay. So this is a murder mystery in which Daniel Craig is not the, the detective. It's Joe who's the detective, which is just which is a good premise. I love that premise. It was exciting for me. I was like, oh, this is what they're doing. That makes sense. That's that's interesting. Like, and they did he... it so well because mm-hmm. it's not shown in the trailer. I was com- you're completely thrown off really? by the murder mystery. Tra- oh, really? So the trailer shows him basically. Like, you know, someone is now chatting to Joe as if like, like how Joe does it to everyone else. Yeah, but you don't know in what context. Oh, okay. So it's more so like I'm... a. It's more like an A from Peter Peter's Peter thing. Like, yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. It felt like a pretty kind of situation. Yes. Yeah, okay. It felt like I know you know there's the book, I know what you did last summer, and then mm-hmm. pretty little lies. It felt a bit more like that. Okay. This this felt a bit more like, whoa. I remember like when the whole murder mystery thing came, and I thought, oh, oh this is smart. Cause I think you did something smart that another tv show i think the fall i don't know if anyone's ever watched it it was on bbc no, it's, it's now Gillian, on netflix julian julian anderson with jamie, jamie dornan yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. the first two seasons were genius like that's some of the best acting um colin morgan he was in he was in merlin great show um like it was such a good because you're following jamie dornan a serial killer and there's no sympathy it's same same sort of thing as joe you, you feel no sympathy for him but in a weird way you'll be like how far can he get away with this in that sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the third season, they tried to do the same formula and again, and it completely fell flat on its face despite the good performances. Whereas with this season, it's as if they were like, okay, we can't do the same thing again. You don't want to bore the audience. Mm-hmm. We did something different. We let the people who were trapped, um, that couple who were trapped in it, escape when in previous season they would have died. Yeah. Let's turn the whole thing in its head. And having the murderer now be the... Benoit Blanc in this situation <laughs> and have him ponder who's killing am I next mm-hmm. why is this happening and then I think watching the paranoia on Joe he's so funny yeah. so I'm like now you know how it feels <laughs> you had some of these people stressed 
I was saying about how he, I love how he justifies things. He's not thinking, this is how he feels. He's thinking, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> he's, kind of, he's feeling like, I don't deserve it. I'm like, nigga, you do. You do deserve this. Yeah, you deserve every bit of this. You should be under um, the jail. But yeah, I, I like how, I like how his inner monologue has gone from like addressing the woman he's obsessing over, which has always been either his Beck or Love or, or Marianne, to now he's addressing the person who's frame who's trying to frame him. Like he's like he's like he's <laughs> like don't, don't, I'm not paranoid. Like you go into my flat, like I I, I can look for bugs or whatever. I'm just like oh, okay, this is it's interesting. So yeah, I'm I'm a big. I mean, I don't want the show to try and deconstruct what the murder mystery is or or change. Like I, I don't know if this show has that in their locker, especially in in a world where we're dealing with Ryan Johnson's Knives Out and even Poker Face. Like I don't know if I don't need you to come and say, oh, I have something new to say about murder. Just just give me a murder mystery. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Be, be intricate or yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, just just do it. Just do it fine, and it'll be okay. Um, do we, I didn't have some of my notes, but do you want to quickly talk about like the flashback, Marianne, and what <sighs> happens there? I so when I was watching it, I saw the flashback. Yeah, and I thought, can't believe I'm saying this. I thought, wow, I'm 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 proud. You didn't you didn't do what I thought you were gonna do. What Joe? You thought you Joe was gonna kill do- her? No, I thought Joe. I I don't know what I just I don't trust that man because <laughs> he's fair. so. That's fair. He's so in love with her that I genuinely thought he was going to kill her. Or he was going to kill himself or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I thought. I thought he was A, going to hurt himself. B, try to manipulate him, which he did in, 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 actually, but manipulate her in more of an overt way. Like, I thought he yeah. was going to do something to her. Oh, I think he's And then too, when he said... It's so much of a narcissist to hurt himself. Sorry, continue. Like, he's never going to hurt himself. Over yeah, yeah, else. yeah. But I, I just thought he was going to do something to her in the pure... Because he can't think logically when it comes to an obsession. So mm-hmm, I thought, oh, he's mm-hmm. going to do something to her. The way you let her go and listen to the self-justification, oh, I let you go. That proved how much I loved you. I started burst out laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's the last we're going to see of Tati Gabriel. It seems weird if that would be. Uh, if, if it is the last time we see her, then that's fair enough. Um, she looked incredible in this flashback in France. France is doing what wonders for her. Doing her wonders. Um, yeah. Um... Yeah, and obviously, I like that it was a, it was a, an just outlandish enough way for him to get a new identity. Like it was like, okay, that makes just enough. It's on the right side. It's enough sense. sense. Yeah, he's on yeah. the right side. Of sense. So I like that. That's fair enough. Okay, off the cuff predictions for who you think killed Malcolm. I didn't. I know I didn't. I didn't prepare you for this, but who do you think? Mm-hmm. I, I can go first. I, so I think. Okay, you. you okay. No, no, you go first because I had a person in the person. I still really think it's Reese, and Reese is the mayor uh, to be guy. I so, thought it was Reese. Yeah, but then I, at the same time, like I, it'd be too obvious. But then I watched the glass onion, and the person who I thought was too obvious was the person. <laughs> so because it's a glass onion. So do you want to just I'm make trying it glass to learn. Podcast? It seems like glass onion is so, right there in, in your head. You want to just talk about glass onion? No, because I'm trying to learn from my mistakes. Because uh, both Knives Out film, mm-hmm. the two people who I guessed it to be, and then denied it for myself. I thought, right. no. It's the same thing you I did with Rings of Power. It's the same with Rings of Power. I, I need to listen to my gut instinct. You need to, you need to I'm to convinced. Those, yeah. I'm convinced. What your guy, Reese, or Kate, or Kate, the partner. I don't think it's Kate. 
I think, but he says it like Kate is too obvious, which might be a reason for her, for it to be her. But I do. I think Kate is actually good. I, like I think she's the best out of all of them. I think she's gonna. I don't think she can kill him. But does she want us to think that? No, she doesn't. This is my problem. She wants to think she's a bitch. She wants to think she's a bitch. Yeah, but is she doing the double jeopardy where she wants you to think <laughs> that she's is, a bitch? So you think she knew that, like, he was there listening to her phone call when she called Blue? She knows too much. I'm sorry. I'm looking at her, yeah. At first, I was like, I really like you. You're nice. And then I thought, hmm. I keep watching it. Do you know what? I'm trying to learn my lesson. Because after Rings of Power and all these shows where I guess the yeah. person, then I gaslight myself into not believing it's them and pick someone else. I'm learning my lesson. I'm going so, my gut. Reese does stink, though. So, like, from the moment it happened, I was like, this is Reese. Right. But then oh. he started, he, no, he started thinking it was, like, I thought it was going to be like, he wouldn't even think about Reese at all because Reese is the only good person. And I would turn out to be Reese. But then he also suspects Reese. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he's actually not Reese because he suspects Reese. I don't know. Because I feel like it's going to be someone that he doesn't suspect. So maybe he's none of the friends. Which led me to thinking of, on my rewatch, I thought maybe it would be Nadia. But I don't know if this show would make a 19 year old the killer. 19, quote unquote. Yeah, because. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about Nadia. Because Nadia was definitely motive. having an affair with Malcolm. She was definitely sleeping with Malcolm. Malcolm. She's definitely sleeping with him. That's a good motive. And it was sex, Jilted, money, and power, right? There's always a, the, yeah. the motives were. The, the motives for murder. Because I thought originally it was Simon. Which one is Simon? The artist the artist guy yeah and then what happened happened and i was like damn i had people in mind simon was one mm. simon's sister was another one i thought of her because the, the issue is all of them blessing was blessing next yeah because <laughs> every single person in that friendship group and nadia have a motive to kill malcolm yeah but that's the thing right that's that, that's have you seen see how they run yes yeah, so it's that other thing is like the hated, the most hated person dies. <laughs> like every everyone for it, for it, it should work, everyone must have a motive to kill that person. So it makes sense that they all damn hate good him. reason because the way they hate Malcolm and it's obviously very smart. You kill the person who's the the other the other suspect who's most mm-hmm. suspect who good people are going to suspect you killed him. Yeah. So I kept thinking, is it is it Simon's sister? Is she the one that did it? Then I'm like, but then a part of me in the back she of my mind. Kill, she won't kill her brother. We say that now. We do say that. Now. She could. But a part of me in the back of my head is like, maybe it's Phoebe. Phoebe came She's with... playing the ditzy blonde yeah, too Phoebe well. Came to mind. Phoebe came to mind during the, the rewatch. Because we don't know. We're going to find out what Joe told Phoebe that made her cry. I want to know what. Phoebe. It's actually Joseph. bothering me. Well, I'm, sure I'm going to find I'm out convinced, at some point. I'm convinced they bonded over killing. <laughs> he just like he was like this is how you do it but then she okay that could be a good reason to, to frame him maybe she's maybe she's keeping him so close because she wants to know what's going on because she wants to know what's going on because I'm like why are you miss vomit over Obama that's racist I'm not gonna I don't know why it's racist to me but it's racist wait what, you what vomit you over Obama. she vomited over um, um, Obama oh. remember and it should why did you not do it to the other presidents <laughs> Wait, did she vomit on him or, or faint on him? Oh, whoever she did, he was oh, the black president. Oh, she fainted him. Be... One of was them, it vomit or faint? She did what... one of them, Sha. She did one of them. Whichever way, you're right, it's racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's racist. It around... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, think the way she took Joe in, gave him clothes, 
She was doing a pretty woman. Just keeping him too close. She, 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 yeah. like, she keep did keep him too close. close. And remember, she did the whole thing with the bra strap and she was showing, she was like trying to show he's interested yeah. in her and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, girl, like, what is the truth? Like, what are, what are you doing? Cause I, I actually did not suspect her until he went to see her. She was nowhere okay. near my suspects. Then every time he talks to her, the way everyone keeps saying, what you told Phoebe. Da, 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 yeah. da. And I'm like, and there's, there's a reason why the show's obviously it's only two episodes, but you, I still don't know what your conversation was. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we'll find out on, in, um, in due time. I mean, if I don't ten. find out by the end of, by the end of this, this part half? one, I'm actually going to okay. hurt someone. <laughs> because each time they keep referencing, I'm like, "What did John say?" What did John say? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to think the show would make Nadia a killer at nineteen. I don't know. I don't know if they'll make a nineteen-year-old the killer. I feel like they might not want to do that. Just they don't. I don't think they'll make a nineteen-year-old woman the killer just because of the kind of show this show is. If that makes sense. So yeah, that maybe disqualifies Nadia. Which, but then I was like, Nadia has to play some role. So if she's not the murderer, is she going to be the person that he obsesses over? No, I don't think this show would make him obsessed by a 19-year-old either. Although, that could be the one way they were like, look, guys, this guy is terrible. I know you guys didn't believe before, but now he's he's obsessed by a 19-year-old. Like, can you guys find an accent like he's a terrible human? Can you let him go now? We know um, Penn's good looking, but you need to let him go. <laughs> no, I think, I think Nadia is going to play. You remember what Jenny Ortega was to Ellie. him in yeah. that season? Ellie. I think that's the relationship. They'll run that back. They'll run it back because it'll be like a lecturer. Because I think, I can't believe I'm saying this, he seems to like her in the same way he likes Ellie, in the same way he's like, not he sees himself in them, but he admires their intelligence. He admires the way they think. He admires her a lot. And I think he wants to look out for her. And I think he does, weirdly, in his own way. I think he actually does empathise. And I think he he sees... Yeah, I don't know because I think he like impoverished from a, from a poor background. Yeah, poor um, background. But the show yeah. starts with her. The show starts with Nadia. Like episode one starts with Nadia. It's like, with her. She's gonna be important. I don't know what it is, but she's gonna be important in one way or the other. I think she's gonna be. You know, in, Sher- in Sherlock, you have uh, Sherlock and Moria. <laughs> well, you think she's gonna be Moriarty? Yeah, I think. One? Oh. I think she'll be like a combined both of Eva Watson and Moriarty. I think she's going to be his psychic. I think mm. they will, she will unknowingly <laughs> help him try to solve this mystery, thinking that she's helping him for good intentions. And then like Ellie will find out later down the line, damn, you're a psycho. Who do you think Joe obsesses over this season? Who is his love? Who is his back? I think so. There's there's an answer. There's a three D answer that I'm I'm like galaxy braining. Yeah, and there's an obvious this answer. Is... The galaxy braining answer would be himself. <laughs> That's really. It's very psych. It's it's very like. You know what? No, no, no. You're right. Joe deserves. Joe needs to start loving himself first. Itself. Stop jumping from women to women, and Joe loves women. Joe Goldberg, love yourself. Love yourself. Love, love you. You. <laughs> this is this is the season of you, Joe. You. This is self help time, Joe. Stop stop looking for yourself in other women. 
love yourself. Yourself. Take He's doing the beauty to me, myself, and I. <laughs> me, myself, and I, MP3. I know that's right. Eat, pray, love, Joe. <laughs> Eat, pray, love yourself. Like, I think he's going to obsess over himself or obsess. I think there's three. To obsess over himself in terms of mm-hmm. what he's doing, mm-hmm. how he's behaving. Like, I think he's gonna, that would be one. Two, the person who's messaging him. He's going to mm-hmm. become so obsessed with them in terms of finding the identity of who this person is. He's yeah. going to take over the whole thing. He's, he's oh, not going to have inevitable. any time. That, that part is inevitable, yeah. yeah. Or... It will be Kate because I think she's very different to every single woman he's obsessed with over before. I mean, Kate seems like the obvious obvious choice, right? As I'm worried if it's just too obvious. No, but I think he will because I think the fact she's so anti him, like Marianne mm. was, but you tell Marianne was interested in him. Mm-hmm. Love was completely enamored with him, and Beck yeah. was intrigued. Kate don't like this guy. <laughs> Period. She she she's like, Kate was like, why are you disturbing me? Stop bothering me. <laughs> Stop bothering <laughs> me. She called him a crifter. Well, I know that's right. That's what he is. Oh, he, I God. think I think, yeah, I think he will obsess over her. But I don't think it will be in the same light and manner as the other women before. Yeah. There's this is from the two episodes that I've seen, it seems that he's being self-aware and he's acknowledging the fact that he has obsessed over people before. So he keeps trying to... always done. That's what he did when he was I in know. love and he found Marianne. That's what I he's know, always but, done. I know, but the way he keeps like, maybe should I? And he's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> like, I think he will obsess over her diluted by 30%, so he'd be 70%. Okay. It will be Fair bad, enough. but it won't be, be the worst he's ever been. Fair enough. Which is which is improvement for him. Who do you think? Yeah, yeah, I guess it's growth, as they say. Uh, it's growth. Who do you think dies next? If someone else dies. Oh, no. I think... No, I want that Nigerian princess to last a little bit longer. So I was going to say uh, that because, like, two episodes, the black person hasn't died. That, that, might, that might be a record. It's actually incredible. <laughs> um... I think what's Simon's sister? I keep calling her Simon's sister, but I keep forgetting her name. Is that an S? I think she's next. Sharon, something like that. Definitely an S, though. Is that an S name? She's next. She's next. I think she's next. But that would be wouldn't that be too obvious if they killed the two siblings back to back? Because the actually no scrap. Tell a lie. Um, It will be it's Adam. I think it'll be Adam. Okay. I've been wondering for the longest time. It's Lucas Gage. Yeah. I'm like, why do I know you? I don't can't put in my head why I know you. And I, I was sitting there, I was like, who are you? I know you. Oh, I know your face. His show reel is going to be incredible because he has this golden shower scene. He has the white lotus season one scene with Murray Butler. His, his show reel is just sex scenes. Do you know what? That golden shower scene, they could have kept that in the drafts. <laughs> so, have you seen Babylon? Oh. I'm watching that next week. Please tell me there's okay. not that in there. Uh, I'm sorry to spoil it for you. It's not, it happens in like the first five minutes. Anyways, I watched Babylon Damn! the day... <laughs> I watched Babylon the day before I watched this, this show. So, in back-to-back nights, I saw, I was like, I can't... I, I think I'm done. I think I'm I'm set for for life. I don't need to see another goldish hour scene in my life. Like, I, back-to-back nights. 
I, 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 was, so, I was literally, I'm literally watching that next week. And now I don't even, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you think, wait, so you think that one thing is going to ruin, it happens. It's going to ruin everything. Actually, honestly, it happens in the first five minutes. So it's not ruining anything for you. Diogo Calvo is not enough for me to forget what I saw. Oh, I can't believe there's a golden shower. That- you're so, you're so heartbroken. This is so funny to me. Joy is yeah. You can, cl- That's you can close your eyes. I I I value kink shaming. I I love kink shaming. We need to do more of that. That one, the other ones, I don't understand. You're a mental health professional. How can you say you value kink shaming? No, I value it. I need to kink shame. Some some of the things you are doing ain't right. But there's some of them are like slightly understandable. I can't. I can. I. I'm not. I understand. I get why you may want to do it. I won't do it myself. I can see what I see what you're. I see what you're trying to do. I don't understand that one. Oh no! It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. There is no. It makes. I'm speaking from my standpoint, a psychological standpoint. There's no psychological theory you can point to me. This is my personal opinion, and say, Priscilla, this is why I like doing this. If any of our fans. Gets involved in this and is offended. I do apologize, but it's. Our I I ain't apologizing. I'm fully gonna offend you. What's we need to keep. We need to keep as many of of the six <laughs> as we can. So, um, yeah, that was. So it was. It was a wild ride on me. Please go watch Babylon. Please don't let this. You forget about it. The movies. The movies. It's seven minutes long. I'm, you're gonna forget about it three hours later. Trust. Me. No, I'm gonna watch it because. Damien's got me in a headlock, you know. Whiplash is my favourite film of all time, I'm telling you. Yeah, Whiplash. Whiplash so I'm, 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 I'm going to end up watching it anyways. Yeah, not not to make this... I still don't even know what I think about Babylon yet. Like, I've, like I know I enjoyed it, but I haven't sat down to actually have thoughts about it because it's it's a lot. The movie is a lot. It's so <laughs> he anti- said, I'm going to put everything in there. It's so... Exactly. It's so anti-everything he's ever done. Like, it, it does not oh. feel like Damien Chazelle. Like... Oh. It, it feels, it, and, and this is like, no, that, that's, that's wrong because there are parts where you're like, oh, this is a bit different. Chazelle. Justin Hurwitz's score is incredible. He's like, oh, this is, I think there's some parts where I was like, I had this in La La Land. It's just incredible. But my point is that it just, this this is off the cuff, so I don't sound like a review or anything, but I didn't know, for context, right, there is nudity in this film. I don't think I've ever seen nudity in a, in a dimension Chazelle film. Like, Whiplash, La La, yeah. La Land, First Man. I was just like, there is it. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, it's just, a lot. I was like, this is this just not feel like you tell me this is dimensions of Basically, oh. this is his great Gatsby, basically. It's like yeah. a Baz Luhrmann sort it, of vibe, I'm guessing. This, this movie is a and like I know even without research, I know it's like it's polarizing and everything, but like I had a great time watching it. I don't know what I I don't know what my intellectual thoughts are yet, but I had a great time watching it. Um the, the acting is just incredible all across the board. Uh this is not a Babylon pod, what are we doing? I, I really, really like Chazelle. Like you said, Whiplash is up there for me, the land is up there for me. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, let me know what you think about Babylon when you see it. Okay, let's go to a new segment we're going to do for hopefully for this run, this three episodes, and when we come back for part two, Joe's best lines or just best lines from the, from the show. Do you have any? Yeah, was from the first episode, there are about twenty that I kept laughing at. The one where he said, oh, "What is it?" He's like. I don't even want to be here anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, look, I'm sitting in the corner by oh, myself. When he, was, when he was drinking. When when he was drinking. The whole morning of he was drinking. Oh, when he was and drunk. He was was, when he started, he was like, oh, drunker than, I, drunker than I thought I was. And then when you was like, these two are either going to hate each other or get married by the end mm. of the semester. 
Oh my god, I, I should have written that down. Nadia was so rude. Nadia, Nadia was like, as someone who's never had love, how would you know? I was like, Jesus, Nadia. I know that's right. I would have said that. To be in a tutorial, I would have, would have thought. No, I would have I said that. Meant- in, me in, se- in a seminar, yeah, it was every man for itself. Yeah. Why would you say that to me? Why would you just be like, someone who's never found love, how would you know what love is? Ah, that's every person. I'm like, yeah, you're lonely. That's a bit harsh. <laughs> what was that about? We're just having an intellectual debate about about Ted Chang. Like, Jesus, that was that was very harsh from Nadia. Um, do you have any other lines? No, there were so many. Oh, what is the one? You know when he kept referencing them being like woke or you're using daddy's money to do this, 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 and this. Like when he was doing that, yeah. Oh, because you know, what? I wish. Oh, I should have wrote them down because there were some real heavy hitters. When he was scrolling through their Google searches. That's what I mean by Joe always thinks he's the hero. Joe thinks he's the one speaking to oh. power, which is always just so hilarious to me. Like he thinks yes. he's the he's the feminist, he's the anti-capitalist. He's like, oh Joe, you are was, you are terrible. Do you remember when he was talking to Malcolm? And he was like it basically, in no other words, he basically called um Malcolm a Tory see you next Tuesday. It's basically mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, he called him. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I, and in my head I'm like, Yes. Damn the Tories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, you have privilege too. So why are you chatting? Because the worst thing is, when Joe was saying all this stuff, I'm like, you've assimilated into a circle of rich mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. You've grifted. My Jew. What, what are we talking about here? Exactly. So easily. Like, he, they didn't even bat an eyelid. This circle has what? One black person, and she's a quote unquote Nigerian princess, and two Asians. Right? The rest are white. Yeah, the rest are white. Actually, that, that could... Hmm. That could be an argument for Nadia being the killer. Stroke the person hunting Joe. If they want to go that, like, class debate Class warfare. Angle. I've yeah, actually thought... Do, that. Uh, do you know what? And... Because, obviously, for those... If you're listening and you're from England, class is probably the most debated societal topic mm-hmm. in this country mm-hmm. it's constant in conversation it's every it's so ev- it's everywhere in any conversations you will have class will probably be a theme in it mm-hmm. so it was very interesting that i don't know who wrote the show but whoever did their very good rights for the season that they really emphasized the, cl- the class differences because i feel like yeah. Um, whenever people do shows, I think a lot of people outside of the UK, um, don't quite understand the classism that really goes on in the UK and how bad and derived it is. Mm-hmm, because obviously mm-hmm. this country has to put its best face forward. It ain't a good face anyways, <laughs> which is soon I come out in you. But, um, <laughs> but. Very political podcast was, today. Very political podcast. I'm at in all Tories. <laughs> but I feel like it was very, interesting that there was such a heavy theme of classism like joe is talking about mm. the idea that he's not like them even though you've assimilated there yeah even with Nadia, the guard, even, even with with the guards even when, the, mm. when with reese with the guard who said oh yeah it's us against them like you could they really tapped into the some of the feeling in the uk yeah. which is that damn like these rich people <laughs> They're, and then when Malcolm goes, oh, they're against us. I wanted to punch it. I wanted to punch him also. But you know when your dad actually wasn't upset? Because like rich people are the real victim. When he actually died, I wasn't upset. I was like, good. <laughs> uh, okay. 
my I have two lines that I noted down. One was when everybody was kind of like insulting Joe about his clothing. And I don't know why this line made me laugh so much. It just, I was just, it was like, I didn't know I'm in the West End revival of Mean Girls. Just like that was just so hilarious to me. I was just like, it shouldn't be. It has no reason to be. But I just, I just loved it so much. It's the way he delivers it. It's the way he delivers it. But the best line across the two episodes was in episode one. And when I when I called Joe justifying his stuff, Joe is like, I don't want to be in Malcolm and Kate's business. Literally, the next scene, he's like, the best way to stay out of people's business is to know what the business is. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Joseph, 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 Joseph. We've not what, what are we doing here? Is <laughs> it how many times must I call thing. your name? <laughs> best to other people's business is to know what their business is. I was like, what's a justification? That's so incredible. That's like that's like me being a gossip. I'm like, you know, I just don't want to gossip about you, but to do that, I have to know what I don't want to gossip about you about. So like, <laughs> just tell like, oh, it's just. Um, before we wrap up, you mentioned you gave some praise to the writers, so we have to take some back at this point. What's the worst bit of London depiction that are happening this across these two episodes. They were like, wow, what are you doing? This is not London. The accents were jarring. You don't think, I mean, but I think they're all British people. No, they're British, but I wanted to hear a bit of like something else. Not the Soho lot. Like, you know, the students and stuff. Oh, I wanted okay. to hear, okay, I wanted to hear, I wanted to hear something. Not the crew, the crew sounded exactly. <laughs> from yeah, that where they're like, from that, what, that, was, yeah, okay. that was spot on but I wanted to hear the students sound a bit more but I just hey it was sunny when has London ever been sunny that annoys Priscilla, me that was, that was number one on my list the weather is ridiculous like I know everybody does everybody overdoes it they're, whenever they do London in Hollywood it's always like rainy which, but, but that's how London is like I don't think it rained once across the episode it was sunny throughout I was like guys. I was like no one's having a, a brolly yeah, no one, no one, not even someone said, "Oh, it's spitting." Like I was watching it. Yeah, I, did, I was like, "This is not home." Also, I didn't it's see one. Home. I didn't see Greg's. Where's Greg's? Does who do you think is going to Greg's in this show, Priscilla? No, I'm Malcolm? not going to someone. To, I'm not someone to go to Greg's. Why, to why, why am I not seeing a Greg's in the background? Where's my Metro Bank on the background? Where's my Nationwide in the background? Where's the random person throwing a fag on, as in a cigarette, sorry, onto the street? <laughs> where's the, where's the bins? <laughs> I had to reference it quickly because I didn't want people to say it. You've gone very British. You've gone very British. Where is it? Where's the person vaping? I was watching this, yeah. Like, this is London. <laughs> like, I'll give you a preface, yeah. I've watched Ted Lasso. Great show. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Mm. Great writer. It's filmed, they film in the same area because that's also filmed in Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ted Lasso gets a good grasp of what that area is <laughs> like. A, that's a very good point. But I think maybe Ted Lasso focuses, is focusing a lot more on the community, I guess, on London. This is not really, no, this but is it's, it's, on it's, London people. The thing London. is, like, even if it's, if, like, the community bit, I'm not really that bothered about because for the, the actual people they're talking about, that's what Soho is like. That's what those people mm-hmm. in Primrose Hill, in the rich part of Notting Hill, when they gentrified it, all that stuff, that's what they're like. Mm-hmm. But I'm more like, it's more like the outsides. I'm like, I know damn well you did not film 40 Days, 40 Nights in London and it didn't rain once. You are lying. Man, look. Blue skies. Blue skies in London, United Kingdom. Um, my second biggest and probably my biggest I mean my biggest annoyance was Putnam FC what's going on what are we doing here 
What are we doing here? I, I saw that BT Sport. Issue. I saw that BT Sport thing, fake BT Sport thing in the background. And I'm like, Netflix, I mean, you have money. Netflix, you have money. You have money. Why did you, why, why did you not call Robbie Savage, Michael Owen, Rio, and Jake Humphreys and do a little, do a little thing there? We don't even need, we don't even need, you can, you can replay an old, old, see, Sorry, they were watching a TV show and because they have to, I think because fo- football is easy in terms of right. And it's always a red team versus a blue team. No logos, nothing's a red team. Red versus oh, it's red team, blue team. I hate that. But then if you're doing that, if you're doing it in London, let's, come on. Like, I'm sure you can. You can buy the right to an Arsenal-Chelsea game. Yeah, you can the worst say, thing is, you, can, you could even say Reading. You could take you know QPR. What's, exactly, the worst thing. Okay, not Reading, because Reading's outside London. Ex- QPR. Like, yeah, or, say or, something. Buy the rights of an old match of the day episode. That's what I mean. Just three and put it there. Two second highlights. If I saw Gary, in, if I saw Gary in the cove, Alan Shearer on the TV, I'm like, yeah, that sounds. But we don't need to see that. We just, we just, we just. Need I need to hear the real match because all, all, all I need to hear is FC? what's Putnam FC. What are we doing? Exactly. Here? What are we doing here? If I can hear Guy Mowbray saying, "Oh, it's I don't know, it's Saka coming down the wing," I'm like, okay, you're in London because um, I actually, give, actually you've made my, me irritated. Take my boys. Take my boys name out of your mouth, please. Don't, no, no, don't, no, don't that's, my, no, no, that's my, my child. My God's child. I love doing. that boy. Go, go, sub, go support MBE. Leave, leave, leave <laughs> my, my child for No, me. I, no, I love Saka down. I love him down. That's my boy. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that was my thing. Potter FC. But yeah, any thoughts? Any final thoughts of the show so far? The two episodes we've watched? Do you know what? About? I'm not going to lie. It's better than the last two seasons so far. I find the supporting characters a lot more interesting because I think the previous seasons I've only found Ellie interesting and love. And this season, last season, I only found the only people that intrigued me was not Marianne. And I loved, I loved Tati Gabrielle in that. But I, I found like that, Marianne. I found that couple, that weird influencer couple, so fascinating. Oh, when when they get fleshed out, they are so interesting. So like when, they're when so interesting they're so when you find out what they're really like. But mm-hmm. this season, every single supporting character, maybe because of the way they're set up as a murder mystery, I'm intrigued about them. They're not annoying me. I want to know more about your background. Usually, when I'm watching the show, I'm like, "Oh, Joe, who are you going to kill next? Let me let me sit and prep." <laughs> Whereas with this yeah. one, I'm like, I actually kind of want to hear their perspective like I kind of don't want it to be from Joe's perspective I want to see it from their point of view actually that's a new thing for the writers do a season from the perspective of someone else in Joe because I want to know <laughs> I actually want to know so I actually want to kind of want to see <laughs> imagine, it from the other way imagine if like everyone else can see Joe you know when Joe is like stalking them Oh yeah! Imagine everyone else can actually see him. He thinks he's being like sharp, but they, they cannot see him. And then, if you're watching the show from their perspective, just like, why is this? Why is Joe just hiding there with a baseball cap? Does he think we don't know who he is? Like, what's going on? And then on the other end, it's just Joe in his monologue going like, "Oh, why do you do that? Hmm. I want to save you." And just like, just like, why is why is he looking? Why is Joe, it's yes, it'd be like the end why of is he behind the bushes. Exactly. It'd be like the end of the Truman Show, you know, the Jim Carrey film. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's, what the, what's going on? That's so weird. Anyways, okay. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to talk about episodes three and four in a couple of days. So please come back, guys. Um, I think that's all Priscilla has to say. She's g- given up all her takes about the Tories out. So personally, I have a 10,000 membership 
to a club ironically linked with the church of satan that i need to cancel so we'll see you again in a couple of episodes when we're discussing in a couple of days so when we're discussing episodes three and four with the one and only the great daniel kalia bye guys bye